Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi everyone and welcome to the Cognitive Recalibration Podcast where we talk about our favourite movies, TV shows and video games. As usual, I'm your host Shravan. We have our co-host Tarun here with us in Hobart once again. Hey everyone. This is meant to be the last episode of the year but it's obviously coming out in the new year anyway because we're doing it after the old year finished. But we're going to outline the best and worst of 2018 as well as our most anticipated for 2019. So... I just want to, before we get into this episode at all, I just want to outline that this is purely our opinion. So it is a definitive list and it is right, no matter what you think. <laughs> um, the, I, th- I think we can, the way we can do it is we'll do our best of 2018 first, then our worst, okay. and then we'll jump into yep. the anticipated. Before we do any of that, though, I've got some stats, being a statistician by trade, I've looked at all the box office numbers for the year and I've just looked at sort of which studios have done well, which movies have done well. Disney did well. Disney did very well. So we can we can do it like uh, as a bit of a trivia thing. So what do you think was the 10th in terms of the worldwide box office this year? The 10th? Yes, not the first, the 10th. Okay. Was it a Chinese movie? Because I would not know if, it, if it's a Chinese movie. No. So at one stage of the year, the Chinese movies were in the top five. But uh, by the end of the year, obviously some of these numbers will still change because some movies are still out, which were released last year. But uh, there's no Chinese movies in the top ten at the moment. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I do remember there being some Chinese <laughs> movies at the very beginning. I'm going to say it's probably something that released pretty recently. Am I right? Relatively recently, yeah. Yeah, second half of the year. Second half. Mission Impossible? No. Okay. No, just tell me. I'm not going to guess okay. this one. I don't know what the 10th best is. <laughs> okay. The 10th best was Fantastic Beasts, Crimes of Grindelwald. Oh, okay. No, I wouldn't have guessed that. It's made $629.3 million worldwide, which is probably... A bit too much? <laughs> well, yeah, it's a bit. It's definitely a bit too much, but I think it's a bit. it's a lot lower than what they wanted it to make as well. Yeah. But it's definitely higher than it should have made. What do you think number nine was? I'll give you a clue. It's not something you'd expect to be in the top ten. Is it animated? No. But not something I expect. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes. Yeah. Ah, so that that's currently still running, so it might still edge up a bit more. But it's uh, it's at 714.8 mil worldwide. Number eight. I'll give you another clue. It's a comic book movie. Venom. No. Aquaman? No. Ant-Man? No. So Ant-Man was actually not in the top 10. Ant-Man was number 11. Ant-Man and the Wasp. There's literally no other... Well, it's a comic book movie. Yes. Animated? No. Okay. There's only like one left, is there? Um, yeah. And this is it. And I, it's, I'm blanking on what it is. It, Did we review it? Yeah. 
We did. We did review it. It was earlier in the year. Oh, Black Panther. We didn't review yeah, Black we Panther. Did, we didn't review Black Panther. You're right. And that's higher off the list. Earlier in the year, we reviewed it. It's a comic book movie. No, can't, can't remember. Tell You're going to be kicking yourself. Deadpool 2. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah that's fair. So that, yeah. that made 736.6. Number 7, you've already mentioned it. Mission Impossible Fallout, 791. Number 6, you've already mentioned it again. Venom, 856.5 million. So that's definitely more than it should have made. Yeah. Probably more than they probably expected as well. <laughs> They'll be happy with that. Number 5. A very recent release, Aquaman. So it's doing pretty yeah, well. It's, I did mention that as well. Yeah, you, you also mentioned that. So I think you've almost mentioned every single movie on this list so far. Aquaman's currently at 100, uh, 866 billion, uh, million. <laughs> a billion would be a lot. Uh, 866 million. It's done very well in China. Because um, it, it released there first, actually, before it released anywhere else. Number four, Incredibles 2. 1.24 billion. So that we're into the billions now. So there's a big gap between four and five. 866 and then 1.24. Yeah. Number, uh, I'll let you guess the top three. You'll get the top three. I'll get the top three. So what's three? It's three Black Panther. No. <laughs> Two's Black Panther. Two's um, Black Panther. Three is, uh, is it a comic book movie? No. Done really well. Animated? No. What movie's done real well this year? That's not a comic book movie, live action. Give me a clue. Which uh, which production house is it? Universal. Universal. No, don't know. Don't know three. <laughs> you, you'll know it. You'll be kicking yourself again. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Oh, shit. That movie sucks. How'd that do so well? <laughs> 1.31 billion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I hate that movie. Followed closely by Black Panther. Black Panther. 1.35 billion. And then number one, everyone knows Infinity it. Infinity War. The Nun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Um, Nun was not in the top 20. Um, in Avengers Infinity War, 2.05 billion. I guess no. there was no surprise with the top two. I'll talk a bit about the studios and how well they've done. So out of all the box office of 2018, how much as a percentage do you think was from Disney movies? Disney. I would say it's probably 50% nah. around there. <laughs> You're thinking too high. 30? Close. So 25%. So 25% of the total global box office. And I've only looked at sort of numbers. Uh, I think it was the top 500 movies that were released. So they'll be like small ones, but they won't, they won't contribute that much. So it's approximately 25% of the global box office of 2018 was from They Disney. own everything, so... Uh- they're going to own more next yeah, year. Yeah, they'll probably so. have more next year. Uh, yeah. So overall, they made $6.7 billion from all their movies. But they also had a lot of bombs. They did. Like a lot of shit movies. So yeah. their Marvel ones did really well. Han Solo didn't do very well. Wrinkle in Time and like and uh, The Nutcracker. So they had some bombs, but their big ones were really big. So it kind of compensated. They probably, they probably evened out, to be honest. I know they put a lot of money into wrinkling time so overall they they still they made a profit they still had a good year i think next year they'll absolutely kill it though because they got some yeah but they'll still have their ship movies as well yeah but i think they've got more big movies coming up next year which we'll talk about later in the episode who do you think was second in terms of studios i think it was universal no it was actually warner brothers really yeah because they had so they had Crimes of Grindelwald, and they had... So in the top 10, they only had Crimes of Grindelwald. And I think... Was Bohemian Rhapsody Warner Brothers, maybe? Don't know, but they had Aquaman as well. And Aquaman, yeah. And Aquaman. Yeah. And Fantastic yeah. Beasts. And they had a lot of smaller movies that did be- probably better than they thought they would, like Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, yep, yep. Number three is Universal, fueled almost solely by Jurassic World. Yeah. Number four is Sony. And number five is Fox, and number Fox. six is Paramount. Yeah, yeah. So Warner Bros. had twenty-two percent. Still pretty high. So most of it, almost fifty percent of the global box office is just from Disney and Warner Brothers. And uh, Universal had seventeen percent. Sony had nine. 
Fox had eight and Paramount had six. Was it that many Paramount movies this year? Yeah. Maybe they're all shit. Well, Paramount overall, they made $1.63 and Mission Impossible Fallout made $791 million, So half of it was... So it's mostly Mission Impossible. Half of it was just Mission Impossible. Yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody is Fox. Fox, yeah, okay. What else did Fox have? Because they made more than Paramount. Deadpool. Oh, yeah, Deadpool, yep. <laughs> so they made $2.3 yeah. So Deadpool was... 736 and Mission Impossible was 791. So, yeah, most of it was just those two movies. You mean Bohemian Rhapsody? Sorry, yeah. But no, Bohemian yeah. Rhapsody was 714 and Deadpool was 736. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of it was just those. Sony had Venom and Spider Verse. Into the Spider Verse. Yeah. yeah. And both of those did reasonably well. How much do you think of the global box office was from superhero movies? A lot. It's going to be, I don't want to overestimate it like last time again. It's, I'll say probably like 20%, 25%. Okay. So, and I've included Incredibles 2 in that number. Oh, no, nah, that's controversial. Because <laughs> they are technically superheroes. So it is technically yeah. a superhero movie. And Marvel Studios, just Marvel Studios movies, so just the three movies that they had this 10%. year, is 15%. 15? Yeah. More than 10, jeez. <laughs> Yeah. So, and the Wasp, Black Panther, and Infinity War were fifteen percent. We'll talk a bit about domestic. Domestic being U.S. domestic and overseas. So, I've done some analysis for movies that made more than one hundred million worldwide, and I've excluded foreign films. So, I've excluded all the Chinese movies. Out of all the box office that a movie made, which movie do you think made the most from its overseas box office? Um, as a percentage, so Aquaman. Uh, no. Or is it Meg? <laughs> Those movies did really well, so they did better overseas than they did in America. But in terms of there, there's some movies that just made almost all their money overseas. So the the biggest one that made more than a hundred million worldwide was Johnny English Strikes Again. So ninety seven percent of its box office was from overseas. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So only 3% was from but America. But it wouldn't have it wouldn't have done the most overseas. Like Aquaman would have had no, more money overseas then. The most overseas is um Infinity War in terms of yeah. raw numbers. Yeah. Um yeah. but I'm talking just as a percentage of how much a movie made. Yeah. Yeah. It's obviously it's going to be the bigger movies obviously. So it'll be Infinity War I think Jurassic World did really well overseas as well. Black Panther did really well overseas, but it did better domestically than overseas. Yeah, yeah. What do you think was the second in terms of, after Johnny English, in terms of how much it made overseas? So overseas meaning everything apart from US. Crazy Rich Asians. No, you're going to be surprised with that one. That's I'll, I'll talk about that one shortly. It's Paddington 2. Paddington 2, yeah. oh, all the British movies. Yeah, 82% was from overseas, and I think most of that would be from uh, the UK. So Johnny English made $158 million worldwide, and Paddington 2 made $227 million worldwide. Some other movies that also feature in this list is Maze Runner, Death Cure. It made 79% of its box office overseas. out this year? <laughs> yeah, it did, apparently. They're still making those? Apparently they are. Um, Pacific Rim Uprising, 79% of its box office was overseas. Oh, yeah. China loves those. Tomb Raider, 78%. Skyscraper, 77%. Ready Player One, 76%. So Ready Player One made $582 million worldwide, and 76% of that was from overseas. Jeez. Rampage was another one, 76%. There's a bit of a trend here with uh, Dwayne Johnson. Movies. Dwayne Johnson loves the overseas <laughs> markets. And Venom, 75% overseas. So we'll do the reverse now. US domestic. Who did the best US? Black Panther. No, so Black Panther, even though it did a lot um, domestically, it's m- almost 50-50. Most movies have more overseas than domestic because overseas is obviously bigger than US. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I think... The ratio was like 55% to 45% for Black Panther. Okay. But Cree 2, 78% in the US. And it, it's only made $143 million worldwide. So most of it's just from the US. Wrinkle in Time, 
Oi, wrinkle in time. Yeah. So that's made 132 million worldwide. Crazy Rich Asians, 73% in the US. Oh, really? That's surprising. I thought it would be better. I thought it'd be overseas. the other way around, but yeah, it, it's done really well in the US and not so well overseas. And it made 238 million worldwide. So yeah, most of it's US. The other movie is Halloween. It's not as high as the other ones. 62% was from the US. So maybe, I mean, Halloween is a very US, what's well, a US thing, Halloween. So they, they really mm. only celebrate it in the US. And even the movie, maybe it's, it came out around Halloween. So maybe a lot of people watched it in the US. Mm. Maybe more people should have watched it because it's, it's not a bad movie. That's all I had in terms of, in terms of stats. Um, some interesting results there. We'll see what happens this year. We've got some predictions as well for you uh, in terms of 2019 predictions, which will come later. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. Come later. I forgot on. to do that, but I'll think of it. Now. <laughs> okay. Think of it while we do this. So we'll jump into yeah. the best of 2018. Uh, again, I'll reiterate this is a definitive list. <laughs> um, <laughs> it is right. So we'll start. I'll start with my list from bottom to top. While I was yeah. writing this list, I realized that one of the movies that I saw. I actually saw it this year. Technically, it came out twenty seventeen. Yeah, but I'm going to count it as coming out this year because no, nah, that doesn't count. Well, depending on what movie it is, I'll, in I'll in the US, it came out this year. Okay, but what movie is it? Um, you'll you'll find out. It's it, well, it's not fifth. It's no, it's not fifth. Okay, so fifth yeah. is Spider Man Into the Spider Verse. Yeah, sure. Yep. Actually, before I do that, I'll give you some honorable mentions so you can figure out what I missed out on. Honorable mention, Crazy Rich Asians. I thought I actually really enjoyed that movie, um, but it's it's not going to be in my top five. It's it's definitely a contender for most surprising movie of the year as well. Halloween, I also enjoyed that one, but again, not not good enough to be in the top five. Ocean's Eight, that surprised me a bit. I had a good time with it, yeah. but it's not it's not like a brilliant movie, but it was fun. Incredibles two misses out. Just um, it will, probably would have been my sixth. And Bumblebee, our recent review, I really enjoyed that one too. Okay, jumping into my number five. Number five is Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse, yeah, great movie. I'm surprised it's five. I thought it'd be higher. Number four is Ralph Breaks the Internet. I haven't seen that one, so... Oh, and a disclaimer, I haven't seen... I obviously haven't seen like every movie that's come out this year, but one movie that probably would have been on this list that I haven't seen is Quiet Place. So I haven't seen Quiet Place. So, four was Wreck-It Ralph 2, Ralph Breaks the Internet. Three was Mission Impossible Fallout. I had a really good time with that movie, but when I thought about it, there was two movies that were... I just had a better time watching them in the cinema. Mm. And None. Number... No, that's not one of them. <laughs> number two... So, this is the movie... This is a little bit contentious. Um, Paddington 2. Yeah, I forgot that came out this year, to be honest. Well, technically it didn't. It so technically it came out... Oh, so this is the yeah. one that came out last so year. So technically yeah. it came out 2017. So it came out... In Australia, it came out Boxing Day 2017. And in the UK, it came out like November 2017. But in America, it came out in 2018. So... And even in the box office charts, it's counted as a 2018 movie. So I'm going to count it as a 2018 movie. And yeah, we watched it this year. So... Yeah. Um, well, last year. but Yeah, last year, 2018. Yeah. So I'm going to count it as being released in 2018. And it is, it's almost my number one movie, to be honest. Like, it's probably the best movie I've seen this year. <laughs> it's probably the best movie <laughs> well, I've seen. Well, then it should be your number one if it's the best movie you've seen but, this year. So I'm, I'm kind of rating it on overall experience. So uh, yeah. how much fun I had yep. at the cinema as well as how good it is. I had a lot of fun with Paddington 2 as well. And it's a great movie, but number one has to be Avengers Infinity War just because of the experience I had at the cinema. It's unlike any other movie I've seen uh, in terms of the crowd reactions and um, just how much fun I had watching it. And I watched it three times at the cinema. I don't think I've ever watched any movie three times at the cinema. So just based off that, I'd have to give it number one. And if you listen to this podcast, what were you expecting? Like. It's obviously going to be number one. So we'll jump into your list. Okay. I, I, won't, I won't give it like a list. I want to give it like a list list. 
I'll I'll just say okay. I'll pick my favorite my favorite movie just from a personal standpoint. Favorite non comic book movie. Favorite animated. Favorite animated. You just said that twice. Wait, did I say that twice in a row? <laughs> in a row. <laughs> favorite. Yeah, I said twice in a row. Favorite animated. Favorite horror. And then um, last one, just like a favorite indie kind of movie. Okay, I, I've even seen though many. I don't watch that many. I don't watch that many indie movies. It's not really an indie movie. It's like a, it's not a big movie. Okay. If that makes sense. All right. Yeah. Let's see. Okay. So we'll start off with the not, not big movie. Yep. Actually, we'll start off with Honorable Mentions and stuff I haven't seen that would probably make this list. I didn't watch Creed 2, which probably would have made it in some point because I really like Creed 1. Before we did this review, I was actually going to watch Black Klansman because I heard it's really good. And I think it might have made the list if I watched it. So yeah, that's probably going to be on it if I saw it. I did see a whole lot of other shit as well. Like I did see Ralph Rakes the Internet or anything like that. So yeah, so there's probably a couple that won't be on this. So favorite non-big movie is Searching. Uh, I haven't seen it. I heard it's really good. Yeah, I had a I had a good time with it. It was surprising. It, it wasn't surprising. I heard it was going to be good. But it was probably better than I expected it to be. So that's that's a good movie. Favorite horror? I only saw two, unfortunately. And one of them was absolute dog shit. So it's got to be the other one. <laughs> it's Quiet Place. Yeah. Which is actually very good. So yeah, I've got to say Quiet Place. Best horror. Best animated. Into the Spider-Verse. Ooh, same as you. Okay. Now, for me, it's probably uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen that. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. What what... What animated movies did I see? Incredibles time? 2. Yeah, I didn't like Incredibles 2 that much. thought it was okay. I forgot it existed until you mentioned it before. <laughs> oh, we saw we saw um, Hotel Transylvania 3. Oh, we did. <laughs> we did. I definitely forgot that existed <laughs> until you just mentioned it. Yeah, so Into the Spider-Verse. Best non-comic book movie is Mission Impossible Fallout. Yeah. And arguably the best movie of the year, probably Mission Impossible Fallout. Yeah. But the one I enjoyed the best was Infinity War. Fair enough. So that's a five list. It's not the top five movies I like the best, but it's sure. a top five list. What's the yeah. best rom-com of the year? I think I only saw one. You saw Love, Simon. Oh, I did see Love, Simon. Yeah. I also watched To All the Boys I've Loved Before or something. That Netflix one. Probably Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah, probably. Oh, that's the only one I have seen, so... Yeah, I would say it's probably Crazy Rich Asians, best rom-com of the year. Although I'm not great at grading rom-coms, so... Okay, we'll we'll do a couple of the awards, then we'll jump into the worst. So what was the most disappointing movie of the year? It's in my worst as well. Oh, it's in your worst. Maybe we'll save that one for later, because that one's like a more negative one. What's the most surprising movie of the year for you? Surprisingly good movie of the year. Yeah, probably Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, okay. So you weren't expecting that to be good. I thought it would be good, but not that good. Fair enough. For me, it's Bumblebee, probably. Yeah, yeah. It's probably Bumblebee. I wasn't expecting much from that movie. Other contenders are probably like Crazy Rich Asians, like I mentioned. Other Ocean's 8, maybe? Halloween. Uh, Halloween, I thought it would be all right. I, I didn't think it would be terrible. Yeah. Um, Skyscraper was a, yeah, was another but it one. still wasn't good. It still wasn't good, but it wasn't anywhere near as bad as I thought it would be. But yeah, I'd probably give it to Bumblebee. I think Bumblebee definitely exceeded my expectations. Yeah, I, d- I just didn't think it was that good. But Spider Verse was very good, and I thought it would be okay. I guess. And what was the biggest sequel bait movie of the year? Basically, the whole movie's the point of the whole movie was just so that there was going to be a sequel. You can make an argument that Avengers: Infinity War is this. Yeah, it's yeah. Avengers: Infinity War is a sequel bait movie because the whole movie basically picks up in a, in another movie. I would say, but they do it well. <laughs> yeah, Crimes of Grindelwald is definitely. Yeah, Crimes of Grindelwald's just a tease in terms of... It's like that middle movie. I would give it to Crimes of Grindelwald because it's a movie that doesn't need to exist, but you kind of want to watch what happens next. Yeah. Because it teases stuff. But 
Like, they could have just done the next movie. This movie didn't need to be there because nothing happens in it. Pretty much, yeah. I would, I would give it to Crimes of Grindelwald. The other, I would give it to Crimes of Grindelwald. Probably yeah. other nominees are like Aquaman, but that wasn't that bad. Yeah, yeah. I would say it's definitely Crimes of Grindelwald. Yeah, I think we'd give it to Crimes of Grindelwald. Let's jump into the worst. Worst of 2018. I don't really have a list again for this because I haven't seen that many bad movies, which is probably a good thing, but... We've seen a lot of, like, ordinary... This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Harry movies, but not a lot of bad movies. Yeah, I think 2018's, it's been a... I think they've been really good movies. That's a big great movie. And they haven't and been really, really bad. Really bad. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of been a very middle ground sort of year. So my worst movie of the year, you can probably guess from our reviews. There's only been two that I've given very negative ratings for. I'll give you some honorable mentions like I did for the other one. Um, a lot of these movies I haven't even seen. So they probably would have been on this list if I watched them, but I'll probably save myself by not watching them. So Robin Hood. Yeah, we didn't watch that. I, would, I think that could have been an okay movie, but yeah, we- we won't know until we finally go watch it. Holmes and Watson, I heard, was just terrible. Oh, Holmes and Wat- Watson's meant to be horrible. Yeah. Sherlock Gnomes was another one that's meant to be oh. terrible. Is it Sherlock Gnomes? Is that the movie or is there someone else in this one? Or was it just called Sherlock Gnomes? Has it got Gnomeo and Juliet? In yeah, it? it's got it's got them in it. And okay. Johnny yeah. Depp is Sherlock Holmes or Gnomes. Oh, that's just horrible. <laughs> And the other honourable mention is, I think this is more because I just wasn't the target audience, Hotel Transylvania 3. But I think other people will enjoy it. It's just not I for thought me. we had a good time. Did I remember that wrong? Did we have a good time? No, we it? didn't. It's one of our okay. negative reviews, but it's probably not for us. And to be honest, we did keep up with Hotel Transylvania 1 and 2. So you can't expect to jump into 3 and have a good time yeah, with it. It's like jumping straight into Infinity War. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so my worst two movies of the year are The Meg. Oh, yeah, I had a good time with The Meg. And The Nun, which you could have guessed. Yeah, I I knew Nun would be the worst. I had a good time with The Meg. I don't agree with that. It was a good movie. <laughs> so myself and Tyron have major regrets with The, the Nun review because that could have been a massacre if it was just me and you. But we had, we had Basker there 
who who enjoyed it. Which, fair enough. So he kept us level, but it could have been a very different story if it was just us two reviewing that. Yeah, that was a shit movie. <laughs> I, I think it was a shit movie. Yeah. I think a lot of people do, but... Yeah. Um, That's my worst movie as well. Okay. Other, you've seen more bad movies than me, so what what were, what else were on your list? Honorable mentions, Pacific Rim Uprising. That was shit. I think that was it. I didn't see, like, Rampage or anything like that, oh, so... Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I thought you did see Rampage, but... but okay. No, nah, I didn't watch Rampage, but that probably would have been on here. Yeah. I hear it's not good. But the one that is on my list not an honorable mention is predator yeah you said that was very bad we were going to review that but you told me not to watch it so yeah it's no good (laughs) no good that's also my most disappointing movie of the year because i thought it would be good oh okay that's your most disappointing fair enough yeah well shane black i like most of his stuff i guess iron man 3 is divisive but other than that all of his stuff is good and this was just shit (laughs) Okay. You watched Tomb Raider, right? I did. I thought it was okay. Okay, so it's not the worst. It's not the worst. All right, fair enough. Yeah. My most disappointing movie of the year is Crimes of Grindelwald. Yeah. I can see. I had a, I had a good time with it, but... I know. definitely didn't. And I was expecting... <laughs> I don't know why I was expecting more. I kind of should have known that it wasn't going to be that good, but... Yeah, yeah. look, I, I'd have gone with super high expectations, which is why I probably wasn't as disappointed as you. But no, it was definitely... It didn't feature in my worst because... I thought that would be in your worst, actually. I thought after what you... I mean, it's bad. It's, it, it probably If I had like a top 10, it might be in the bottom half of the top 10, maybe. But it's not in the top... It's not the top two, that's for sure. Like, I, I still... Yeah. I don't know. There's still parts of it that I mildly enjoyed. Maybe because it's Harry Potter. And I just... I can't bring myself to completely hate it. Yeah, there's still there's enjoyable parts in it. Like it's got good parts. It's not total shit. Okay. Well, we can both agree that the nun was the worst movie yeah, that we saw. Definitely this the year. worst movie of the year. That we that, we that we've seen. Yeah. yeah. We haven't seen yeah. all the I think there should have I think there should have been. Yeah, well, well we haven't around. seen the Nutcracker and apparently that's Oh yeah, that's meant to be pretty that's bad. That's really bad. Fifty Fifty Shades Freed. No, that's no. That's the, yeah. that's the last movie we'd watch as a part of this podcast. Yeah, and it's it's not meant to be good. Yeah. So. Those probably would beat these movies in terms of being worse. Yeah. It's still, like, I would probably watch The Nun again. There's enjoyable part, not by myself, but with other people, I would watch it again. I'd probably watch it. Yeah, I'd watch it with other people again solely for the purpose of just ripping yeah, it apart. Like but, yeah, it's like so bad that it's good movie. Yeah. So. They still did a good job in that sense. That's, I guess that's it in terms of the 2018. But we'll look forward to 2019, which we're already in. And we'll do our most anticipated for, for that. So the way I did this was, this is not, not in any particular order. I didn't order it. I just did it in kind of release order first. And then I deleted stuff off it and then put other stuff on it. So it's no longer in release order. Okay. It's not in any order at all. All right. It's kind of, yeah, it's kind of just random. Okay, we'll do it in release order, because I've got mine in release order. Well, I don't know what mine okay. is in release order. <laughs> well, we can, I'll go first, and then we'll do yours then. And, okay. Yeah, yeah, so yours is random order. Mine is, mine yeah, is release it's in, order. Uh, it's in a total random order. The first movie of the year, or the, the most upcoming release of the year that I'm looking is forward to, glass? is, no, actually, I, I've kind of filtered down on this. On this list, so um, it's Captain Marvel. Okay, yep, yep. Captain Marvel coming out March eighth. Then it's Us, directed by Jordan Peele, because I really enjoyed Jordan Peele. Get Out, and I think this will be really good as well. After that, it's Pet Cemetery. Oh, you put Pet Cemetery. Yeah, on it, I'm yeah. looking forward to that. I listened one. to the audiobook of half the half the. I listened to half the audiobook. It's pretty good. I've tried to sort of include non-comic book movies as well as comic book movies in this. That's what I tried to do as well. I tried to include a couple movies that are not massive, but yeah. Because obviously everyone's looking forward to all the big comic yeah, book movies. Yeah, so yeah. there's other movies that I'm looking forward to as well. Shazam, I think everyone's, well, DC fans will be looking forward to it. Comic book fans will be looking forward to it. 
Obviously, Avengers Endgame. Yep. That's going to be on everyone's list. Detective Pikachu coming out in May. Yep. I'm looking forward to that. Aladdin. Yep. That makes my list. Toy Story 4 makes my list. That that was close to making my list, but it didn't. Spider-Man Far From Home does. So you've got the Marvel trifecta. Yeah, I've got a uh, typical fanboy. Yeah. Got, got them all in there. Annabelle 3. Oh, you put that on. You know that's not directed by James Wan. It's not, but it's got the it's got the Warrens in it, so it's got me a little bit more optimistic about it. Hopefully it's not another nun. Yeah, you're right. It is lucky to make my list after the nun, but uh, I, yeah. I'm still... Because I enjoy the Conjuring, the other Conjuring movies, so hopefully this one's this one's good. The Lion King, that's definitely makes it. And then I've got the Hobbs and... Who's who's the other? Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw. The Fast and Furious yeah. spin-off. I've got that on that my list. That was on my list. Wait, is it still on my list? It was on my list until the very end where I had to take it off. Yeah, it's not. It's no longer on it, but I'm excited for it as well. So Hobbs and Shaw is, is on my list. That's coming out in August. It Chapter 2 makes my list. I really enjoyed it. It Chapter 1. I think it's just called It, but maybe they'll rename it to Chapter 1 now. It's got a pretty good cast from what I remember as well. It does, yeah. yeah. Chapter 2. Yep. Same director as well, so so it might yeah. be might be a good movie. That's coming out in September. Frozen two. Oh, you put Frozen <laughs> two on it. Yeah, no, I th- I knew you would put Frozen <laughs> two on it. I did not, but yeah, uh, Frozen two. It's coming out in October. I think it'll do really well. And I what what are you up to here? How many movies have you said? Um, I think I'm about, up to about ten now. I've got okay. I've only got a yeah. couple more left. Yeah, yeah, actually, I've only got one more left. And it's likely yeah. to make my list after the last one. Star Wars. Star Wars Episode Nine, coming yeah. out in December. Yeah, that's likely to make the list. You got to be excited for Star Wars. Yeah, I guess so. You want to see. You want to see where it goes, though, don't you? Yeah, like, when it comes out, I'll watch it. But I'm not biting my nails waiting for it to come out. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that, that's my list. I guess I'll, I'll have a couple of honorable mentions that might be good. One of them is. John Wick 3. That was on my list until the very end where I had to take it off. The other one is Joker, the Joker movie. Yeah, it did, did make my list, that one. Another one is Godzilla King of Monsters. Yeah, it did make my list either. Didn't like the first one, so... Well, I didn't mind the first one, but yeah, I'm not super excited for it. Fair enough. So that's that's my list. There's some other ones that I... There's some other comic book movies there might, like... There might be on my one. Yeah, that, that you might mention. So let's see. There's a couple. That, most of the ones you mentioned are on mine as well, except a couple that are not on it. Let me have a look. So I've got Aladdin as well. I've got Detective Pikachu, got Avengers Endgame, Shazam, It Chapter 2, Captain Marvel, Spider-Man Far From Home, Star Wars, and Lion King, which you had on your one. So what do you have that's different? These ones I chose mostly because I liked the previous ones or I like the director or I like the people in it. Fair enough, yeah. So I've got Jumanji 3. Is that coming out this year? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Christmas this year. Okay. Jumanji 3. Have you seen the second one? Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. liked it. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. So I think this might be good. Kingsman 3. Is that coming out this year as well? Yeah, it is. I did not like the second one, but Matthew Vaughan is directing this one. He also directed the second one, though. He, he directed the second one as well. But I, I have faith that he will redeem himself with this one, even though the second one was shit. And the last one you've probably not heard of is uh, Chaos Walking. No, I haven't heard of it. So this is a Doug Lineman film who directed Edge of Tomorrow and American Made. Okay. And some other stuff. He's I like most of his stuff. It's pretty. Is good. Tom Cruise in it? No, it's got uh, Daisy Ridley and Tom Holland, which is why I think it might be pretty okay. good. I like both of those guys. So, is it an action film? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's it's based off a book. It kind of seems a bit Hunger Games ish. Mm, okay. But which doesn't feel good. But I'm hoping it's good. Okay. Did you have anything, any honourable mentions or anything? Or Honourable mentions. Hobbs and Shaw, uh, I am excited for. Had it on until very late. Um, what else was there? Glass. I did have Glass on it until pretty recently. And uh, How to Train Your Dragon 3 was also on it. Well, I'll just outline some of the other movies that are coming out this year. 
that might do well or might be good or might be bad. I've got some that here on here that I think might be really bad. So there's this movie called The Kid Who Would Be King. Yeah. I've seen one. I've only seen one trailer for it. Who's the director? I don't know. Okay. It's probably... Yeah, I've just seen the trailer and I'm like, this looks terrible. There's Lego Movie 2. There's How to Train Your Dragon 3. How to Train Your Dragon 3. Which is already out for us, but it's coming out later in in, uh, America. There is Dumbo. Oh, I think that's going to be shit. Like, really bad. Uh, that's that's coming out towards the end of March. The only reason I'll watch that is if it's really bad and we can trash it. I'm not watching it if it's good. Like, I can't see it being good. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We might do a review on that. Let's see. There's Hellboy. Yeah, not that. Not super excited for it. I think it might be okay. I don't think I've even seen, like, all of the, all of the previous movies, but... It might be good. It's got David Harbour, who who I like. There's actually two comic book movies that we haven't mentioned in either of our lists. Dark Phoenix. Uh, there's a reason we haven't <laughs> yeah. mentioned these two Fox movies. Yeah. Because they both look shit. So Dark Phoenix is coming out in June after multiple, multiple delays. It was actually meant to come out last year. It's already meant to be out, yeah. I have a bad feeling about that one. And the other one's also already meant to be out as well. I'm not sure both of these are actually going to come out. Like, they might end up not even releasing there's men in black international yes uh kind of excited for it but not super excited could be okay could be not good did you mention the other comic book movie uh which shazam you said dark you said dark phoenix and new yeah new mutants is is, is, it's coming out a bit later in the year so it's coming out in august yeah that's could be good could be terrible no i think it's going to be absolutely terrible (laughs) there is a movie on here I, i don't know why i've written it down it could be it could potentially be the highest gross of the year. Dora the Explorer, the movie. I saw that. Is that a live action? I think so. Okay, interesting. It's a big day, actually. That's coming out. So it's coming out on August 2nd, which is the same day as New Mutants is meant to come out and the Hobbs and Shaw movie is meant to come out. Okay, hopefully, I'm expecting one of those to be good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully, one of those three is good. Yeah, hopefully, one of the three. I don't. I can't see Dora the Explorer live action being good, though. One other movie we didn't mention was this Terminator movie that they're making. Tim Miller is directing it, who directed Deadpool 1. He did a pretty good job with Deadpool 1. He hasn't done anything since then. Um, so I'm semi-excited, but also it's Terminator, which has had some of the shittest sequels ever. So that's coming out in August, uh, sorry, October, towards the end of They're October. They're bringing back most of the original cast for that. They are, yeah. I think Arnie's back. and um, But they brought back Arnie in the previous one as well. and Him being in it doesn't make it good. So Yeah, but the difference is they brought in, uh, what's her name? Sarah Connor. Linda Hamilton? Yeah, I think that's it, yeah. Yeah, she's in it. So it could be interesting. Let's Let's see. You'll probably get reviews for at least all the ones that we mentioned being a most anticipated movie for us. Maybe not Chaos Walking. We'll see. But the other stuff, it's just dependent on whether it's really bad or really good. If it's really bad, we'll probably review it. If it's really good, we'll probably review it. If it's just middle ground, we probably won't review it. We probably won't. Yeah. Depending on how much more there's going around. So to end up, we'll do something a little bit fun. We'll... Try to predict what will be the highest grossing movies of the year. I've got my list. Have you thought about your list? Oh, it's a list. I thought you just wanted one. No, the top five. Top five. Okay. Uh, do you want to do five, four, three, two, one? Or Yeah, we'll do five, four, three, two, one. So you go five, I go five? Yeah, or... yeah so I'll go five, you go five. Then I'll go four, you go four. We'll do that. Okay, wait, let me think. Just so you don't copy off my list. We'll document this and we'll see... If we're right by the end of the year. So when we do this episode next year, we'll see if our predictions were right. So my number five is Toy Story 4. Kind of want to copy you now. (laughs) Because I forgot forgot Toy Story 4. I'm changing my mind. Toy Story 4 is number five. (laughs) I was going to put Spider-Man Far From Home there. But no, Toy Story is definitely going to beat that. So Toy Story 4 is number five. My number four is Frozen 2. Okay, I've gone Aladdin for four. Okay, that's going to be interesting. I don't think Aladdin... I think Aladdin's hit or miss. It could... I think it'll be middle ground. Yeah. 
but we'll see. It could do really well. It could be like Beauty and the Beast and make like over a billion dollars, but... Yeah, it depends how good it is. I'm kind of excited for it because it's Guy Ritchie as well. But yeah, number four, Aladdin. Number three, Star Wars Episode Nine. Yeah, I've got Star Wars at three as well. Yeah, fair enough. I have a feeling our number one and two are the same. So number two... At number two, only just. I think this movie is going to do really well. It's even got a chance at number one, Lion King. I've actually got um, Avengers Endgame at number two. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Okay, Avengers Endgame at number two. Okay. Yeah. Uh, number one is Avengers Endgame for me. I've got Lion King at number one. Okay. I can see that happening. Yeah. Uh, I think Avengers is almost definitely going to make two billion, at least. Lion King's got a chance, for sure. All of those are Disney movies. They are. You're right, yeah. they are. <laughs> All of them are Disney. Every yeah. every single one of them is Disney. I think Far From Home will probably do less than a billion. Yeah, I was thinking about like 800 or something. Yeah, I don't think it'll do over a billion. I think Captain Marvel will also be about the same. I might switch. Actually, I'm going to switch to around. I'm going to put Toy Story at four. And then Aladdin at five. I think Toy Story will do better than Aladdin. So you don't think Frozen's got a chance? No. <laughs> okay. I think all of the movies on my list are going to make more than one billion. Yeah. Frozen did make a billion last time. But all the parents hate Frozen now. And the people that take their kids to Frozen are the parents. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll see. The reason I think Frozen will do better than Toy Story 4 is because it's more recent. And I think people will watch it more. But, like, the people that liked Frozen have probably grown out of Frozen now. Yeah. You're probably right. Yeah. But a lot of grown-ups like Frozen too. So. Yeah, yeah. But, like, the main demographic is going to be... Kids. Parents taking yeah. their kids. Yeah. Yeah. But there's always little kids, so... They'll probably go watch it. It's coming out towards the end of the year, so it'll probably do well over the Christmas period as well. So I think it'll rake in the money. Toy Story 4 is a summer movie, so it'll it'll definitely do like a billion, I think. Toy Story will get a billion, I reckon. I, I don't think Aladdin will make a billion. I think Aladdin will probably do like 800 or something. And then, um, yeah, Toy Story, Star Wars, Endgame, and... Lion King should make over a billion. Yeah, the only issue I see with Endgame, Lion King, Aladdin, Toy Story 4, they're all coming out pretty close to each other. They're all like back-to-back. So I think Endgame is end of April. Aladdin is start of May. May is pretty packed, I think. May's... Well, I've got the release schedule here. So it pretty much starts in towards the end of March. So end of March is Dumbo. Then... April 5th is Pet Cemetery and Shazam on the same day. And then Hellboy is a week after that. Endgame is two weeks after that. Detective Pikachu is two weeks after that. Uh, John Wick is the week after that. That's probably not a big box office draw. Aladdin is a week after that. Godzilla is a week after that. And then yeah. Dark Phoenix is the next week. Men in Black is the next week. Toy Story is the week after. So they're all pretty much back-to-back. And then Spider-Man Far From Home is a week after Toy Story. Yeah, it's 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 pretty packed, but I think people will still go out to watch all of them. And Lion King is two weeks after Far From Home. I think people will go out to watch these ones. I think Lion King people will watch regardless. I think Aladdin, it's not as big as Lion King, but people will still go out to watch it. And you're forgetting the Will Smith factor. There's a lot of people that just love Will Smith. Uh, is there still people like that? There's still people that love I feel like his popularity is not that big anymore. It's not 1999 anymore. <laughs> no, but he's still, got, he's still got his fan base. Yeah, he does. Yeah. I think people watch Aladdin over Detective Pikachu. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And I think people watch Lion King over Spider-Man. Yeah, they would. Yeah. The thing about Lion King is that all demographics will go watch it. Like, old people, young people, middle-aged people, everyone will go watch it, yeah. Which is why I think it'll make the most. Yeah, like, that's the thing with these Disney movies. I think if people had a choice, they'd probably watch the, the Disney movies instead of the other movies that are out. Yeah, yeah. Like, even even Endgame, like, someone in their 60s or 70s isn't going to go watch Endgame. Yeah. But they'll probably watch Lion King. Yeah. All right, well, that's our definitive list, so let's just... There's gonna be some, there's gonna be some surprises. Definitely, it's yeah. not gonna be perfect. Yeah, yeah. So 
My number one is Endgame, followed by Lion King, followed by Star Wars, followed by Frozen 2, followed by Toy Story 4. And yours is? Lion King, Endgame, Star Wars, Toy Story 4, and Aladdin. Yep. I guess that's, that's I think that's all we had in terms of our, the last episode of this year. Technically, yeah. Technically last episode of this yeah, year. Yeah, of 2018. Thanks to everyone for listening to us, I guess. We, we started with Avengers Infinity War and we're still going. We're technically not a year yet. Yeah, we're yeah. technically not a year yet. We're still going. We've, we've done 26 episodes now. So thanks for all your support and uh, please do keep sharing and letting other people know about the, about the podcast. There's, there's big things planned for 2019 as well. There's going to be some new segments and some, some new, new stuff that you'll see. So just keep an eye Maybe out. Maybe some commentaries as well. Yeah, maybe some commentaries if we if Which we get a chance. Been toying with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but next week we we've got a a special episode, something that we haven't done before. So keep an eye out for that too. But I guess we'll we'll round it up. What? How do people contact us? Uh, so at Gmail at cognitive recalibration podcast at gmail dot com, and then at Twitter at C recalibration and Instagram at Facebook at cognitive recalibration. Yes, and we're available on all podcasting platforms now, so you can find us pretty much anywhere. So once again, thank you. Thanks, everyone. Um, Please do give us a subscribe if you do like our content so you never miss an episode. And we'll see you guys. I won't reveal what we're doing next week, but it's something different. That's for sure. I don't think you even know what we're doing, do you? No, I don't. (laughs) All right. It's a surprise for me as well. It's going to be a surprise all around. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see you guys in the next episode. See you later. Is it a review of all Digimon Huso movies? Oh, that's... It's not, that's but... Close. Yeah, I wouldn't we mind could actually do doing that. that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's... Yeah. It's something different. Yeah. All right. We'll see you guys okay. in the next episode. See you later. All right. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.